Thank you for joining us today at Elemental Collision. My name is David Graham. Today we're talking with NetMinds, a company that focuses on communities. Let's join the conversation. So everyone, good morning. Uh, I have Laura and Christiane from NetMinds this morning, and we're going to talk about community. And I think this is the most excellent way to do it. I, the best part of waking up is talking to NetMinds in the morning, you know, <laughs> at least for me. It's mid-morning for you guys. It's, it's, I think it's still dark outside for me, but that's all right. You know, you guys were worth getting up for. So let's get a little bit of an introduction to who you are. What is NetMinds? Who is Christiane? Who is Laura? And why did you decide to start a company? Oh my God, I love how you ask the question. You know, like, yeah. why passion. did you decide to start passion. a company? With emphasis. <laughs> yeah, exactly, I love it. Um, I think I'll start with a little bit of a summary about myself because for me, it was a big change. I'm a journalist, originally. I was a radio host for a while. And then I worked. So you should be doing my job, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Keep going. Keep going. Journalism. And uh, yeah, there was one thing when I was working in radio, and is that I had had a a program that it was called like International Living Room, and it was basically about interviewing researchers about the innovations that they were doing. So I started getting very interested into that, and I got passionate about talking to them. You know. The, the way I was doing it, it was like I was reading a newspaper and then I was like, oh, that's so cool. I want to look for that person. And then I was doing the production and then talking with that person. So at some point I was like, I don't want to be the one doing just the interviews. I want to do something. And that, that was when I was working in radio. Then I went to advertising and everything about creativity and doing things. And then I remember like I was working um like retail store kind of thing. Like and I, I was doing the advertising for them and everything started just being horrible in the process. So I started seeing how technology could be a way of kind of like shortcutting processes and everything. But then whenever I was trying to kind of like say that, it was like, no, like this is how the process are. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I started getting very frustrated about like how things were happening and how I was seeing innovation and all those things very far away. And right. I wanted to be there. So I think that's kind of like the story behind why I'm here. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and for me, it's, I mean, very different because obviously I'm not, I was not in the marketing and communication side, but I was more in the project management side. So I used to work in a, in a bank, in a financial corporation, the largest one in Colombia, where we are from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't tell. Couldn't tell. <laughs> That's awesome. Exactly, exactly. But what was amazing about the last five years when I was working there is that we were always talking about ecosystems. We were always talking about how could we create from the bank, from, the, from a financial corporation, an ecosystem for all our customers. That the customers were not thinking about going to the bank to get a loan, but they were going to the bank because they were solving a problem for their life. So we wanted to create this ecosystem with a lot of startups, with a lot of SMEs. So what we did was we started to create partnerships with all these companies to try to deliver a value for each part of a person's life. So when a baby is born, you go to the bank because we can provide all of these things. (laughs) 
<laughs> a bank? Yeah, yeah. And that was an amazing concept for me. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, like, the first thing after having a baby, going to the bank. <laughs> I mean, yes, and you're going to be doing that for the rest of your life, as I can <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But when that started, I started to realize, okay, this is amazing about putting all these parties together, right? And starting to get this relationship with these innovative people. Right, all these founders. So with each, I I was in charge of doing the prototype for each one of those partnerships. So I had at the same time like eleven prototypes building with all these startups. So for me, just seeing that, I wanted to be in that other side. <laughs> I didn't want yeah. to be in the corporation side. The one where you brought the baby to the bank, or <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a story in there, I'm sure. So. It's interesting that you, you mentioned one thing um, that I think a lot of people kind of miss. You know, we always look at banks or we look at institutions or choose your, choose your object or, or business, right? We always look at it going there and, and doing something with it. You, you mentioned that people would come to the bank to solve a problem. You know, and I think that's, it's interesting and it's, it's key because, you know, we, when we talk about communities, which we're going to talk about in just a second, okay. it's kind of, your, kind of your value proposition, if you will. You know, communities are formed around common interest, right? Yeah. You know, we can distill these massive sociological definitions of communities. And trust me, I've got a stack of it. That's that white paper that's stuff on my desk. It's just research and research. It drives you crazy. But we can distill all these, you know, complex definitions of what communities are. But down, down is a really basic thing. So like you're saying, people would come to this bank, this organization, to solve problems. Problem. And around that, you started to notice that collection. So that really was the genesis, if, if I may say that, of you know, this idea, we wanna right. work with communities. Is that, is that a correct assumption on your part? Yeah, I mean, from my side, I think for Chris Hetty, it was very clear for, from that side, because I didn't know anything about innovation. You know, like for me, it was a whole new world. And the way I started getting more into communities was first because of my social passion, would say it that way, like the, the reason why I started studying communications, but it was about the concept of open innovation. So I remember that when I was doing a master's in innovation, <laughs> I saw the, the open innovation concept and I was like, companies cannot solve all problems by themselves. They need other people, mm -hmm. but how they find other people because competition seems to be a bigger thing than collaboration or working together. So I think is yes, it comes from like, it's solving a problem for people, but I think from the ecosystems that Chris was saying as well, is like how you solve a problem, a better problem, let's say that way, or a bigger problem when you're working with someone else. Yeah, exactly. And I think there's something additional about what you were saying now, that interest, right? The interest that, puts the community together. And actually, because we did a prototype in March, trying to connect the startups in the proper program and around with mentors and professionals that will help. And there's one thing that we have always seen in the community that we saw it there in our own experiment, and is that the purpose is very important. Yeah. So when you start seeing a community, for example, for us, it was the purpose of, okay, I need to grow my company. I want to, be, to have an innovative concept. But when, you start, when we started to see other communities, each one had their own purpose. So the important thing was that everyone was connected with their purpose. 
And when everyone in the community is connected with that purpose, it's very easy for everyone to start helping each other, yeah. right? When that's clear, when, mm -hmm. and when it's specific and clear. Yeah. I think we had talked, you know, it was one of the first conversations after <laughs> I had met you guys in March, was around that kind of organic community. Actually, you had surprised me with something that you had said, and I'd like to dive into it. And again, in this massively changed world since March, even, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're like, Dave, things changed. You know, like there was some, there was a point where, you know, again, your original idea of connecting commun communities of people to their interests and then, you know, kind of building communities out that. You had made a comment, uh, Christian, about um, the expectations that you had had changed, right? You came to a point where there was a, I won't say the interest changed, but the dynamics around how that interest was manifested changed. Can you tell me a little bit about that? And, and Laura, I want your perspective on that too, because you obviously have a a different mindset, which is great. There's complementary, you know, natures there. So tell me about that pivot, that, that inflection point that you found kind of post-March where people wanted to do, you know, the people that you expected to do things were not the people that ultimately ended up joining the community. So I think that's, that's the exciting uh, part for me. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you remember that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, it was, yeah. it was foundational. I mean, this is part of my excitement on this side as well. I got to hear these stories. I want people to hear this. Oh, that's, that's amazing, yeah, because obviously when we started, we saw a problem in not just the startups that needed help, and you were a pre-seed company, you don't have money to, to develop or to, to to improve your product and then we saw okay there is the furlough scheme right all these people in their houses receiving receiving like financial support but not being able to deliver value to the community so all we thought is okay what if we could connect these people to give at least a few hours of their time to these startups so yes it was amazing because we started to do it and we were really really frustrated that they were not signing up <laughs> But what happened is without us thinking about it, and, and this is the amazing thing about these experiments, is that the responses that you get are not always, I mean, I think almost never the one you expected, mm. but it's much better yeah. than what you predicted, right? Because what happened is the people who were busier, like who were more busy, the people who already had a job, who had already a good position in a company, they were just grateful mm. about what they had mm. and they wanted to give back. So those are the ones who started to look for us, saying, wait, I want to help. I want to connect with the purpose of the company. So what started to happen there, and that's what, that, was, that was the switch, because initially it was just matching skills or abilities to a startup. Now it was matching the skills, abilities, and purpose. So these people, what they were saying is, I want to connect to a startup, but I want the concept to be about sustainability, because that's what I care about. I want it to be about diversity because that's what I care about. So that's, that's where we started to see that trait of, okay, the purpose is even more critical to do the connection that even the skills and the ability. Yeah, and I will add there that another very interesting thing was that people were saying, in my job, I do partnerships, let's call it that way. But I have a passion for animals and I know a lot about animals, but there's no way I can add that to somewhere because, I mean, I cannot do it in my job. But then there was a startup working with animals. Awesome. <laughs> so you really became a, a, you really didn't lose the overall goal, which was connecting people to communities, right? That, that, that never disappeared, but it was really that the thread that we use to connect people together or that you use to connect people together. So how is that 
in the months since, because it's been like <laughs> middle of September now. I can't even. I, I, yeah. You know, this, no this year, this, this 2020 is endless. It's like the millennia <laughs> that won't disappear. Uh, <laughs> exciting challenges, nonetheless. So, how have you seen that kind of manifest itself out now? Like you talked about, you know, now these folks that were already working, you know, their day jobs, so to speak, now looking at additional augmentation of uh, time, effort, energy, and excitement, really passion. Um, how has that manifested itself now for you as you, as NetMinds has moved forward? What have you seen and how has that actually worked itself out? You know, are you seeing that passion and purpose kind of driving, driving your business forward? I mean, truly, or are you seeing that initial peak of excitement kind of taper off a little bit. I think there's a normalization in there somewhere and I don't want to spend too much time me talking about it. Is you seeing normalization curves? Are you seeing things change or are you still seeing that level of excitement be there for, you know, for these people, for anyone really coming into these communities of interest? Yeah, there, there was something that we found and is that we could find people and identify their purpose and match them together but that was not necessarily generating a community because then we were having people from different backgrounds. And indeed we were kind of like building the community of NetMinds as in we are connecting people, but at the same time, it was like with a lot of different backgrounds. And different. So at some point it got, man, it got hard for us to manage kind of like, what is it? But then we saw that actually there are some communities that are working towards how to build a community but know on how they work how mm. members can connect better to each other how members can keep that excitement that you were saying to kind of like talk to each other so i think that was the point that we wanted really to understand and take all of those knowledges and give it to existing communities so of course we still have netminds community and we're working towards people getting connected and feeling that motivation and that passion but we also saw that actually we needed to bring that excitement into already existing communities. So that's why we started with universities, for example, because we quickly found that they're trying to give support to their students. They're trying to give support to people to be inspired about doing things for community, the world, the economy, you know, like all of those things. But that support is not as scalable to some extent because there's only one person kind of like motivating everyone. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're saying like, no, okay, you have these people, then let's motivate each other between each other. But for that, you have to find what we found before, you know, yeah. <laughs> that purpose. And yeah, that, that's the way I see it. I don't know how you, how you envision it. Yeah, and actually there is a, a, an additional point to add to that. It's about the awareness of people in the community of how can they help. So there was something interesting that we did is that when we started to approach all these people, they were like, I had no idea I could deliver this value mm. to a startup founder. Uh, yeah. right? They were like, this mm. is crazy. I didn't know that just from one hour of my advice. So for example, a person just giving feedback on the US design of a, an app, or a person just with a little workshop on the branding of the company for one hour. The startup was saying, you were amazing for me. You brought me customers, you brought me growth. And for the person was like, with just one hour, I could do all of this. Mm. So there is something about, I mean, there is a whole discussion about what is mentoring, what is advice, what is consultancy. Oh yeah. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, yeah, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
But what was interesting is that, okay, so apart from all, those, all of those concepts, just your experience and knowledge can be connected to someone who really needs that help. So what we understood there is that, okay, we were doing it for the Netman's community, but the Netman's community was new, was something that was not grounded on something. We're trying to think there are already existing communities. The problem is that they don't find each other inside that community. So for example, the Propel Alumni Network is 300 people, right? But how did you connect those 300 people to help each other? You don't even know how to do it. You don't even know how to find them. So we say, okay, we found a way or, or a tool or, or, or yeah, a process to do it in our network. We say, okay, why, why don't we do it just in the existing networks? And then we start connecting them. That's how the, the concept has changed. It's really interesting. I, you know, I think, yeah, a lot of times we tend, to, we tend to look, you know, especially as professionals, you know, business professionals, right? If I can't throw my eight hours of time at something or a day or, I can, you know, if I can't travel and go, you know, be there in person, then my efficacy is somehow blunted. And I think a lot of that's changed, right? We've seen, we've, we've certainly seen the modality of how we talk to people change. <laughs> you know, like we yeah, spend time in Zoom now, <laughs> you know, like we're, we're, we're developing these newer, newer skill sets, right? We're making use of tools. I mean, I think what you've done is you've taken some of the tools that are out there if for nothing else, you've reorganized and recategorized them, right? It's not a job posting board, you know, like LinkedIn. I'll use LinkedIn as a terrible example of this. You know, it's, you know it, it tends to be like you, you throw something up there and be like, oh, that, that person's talking about some really cool stuff. But, you know, there's no glue unless you take that action, right? And I think a lot of people, you know, that, that hour, like you're saying, that golden hour that they have, the yeah. value of it, they, you know, people have such interesting perspectives on what they're worth you know a lot you know from my background in, in counseling and psychology and in working with people you know people don't recognize what their talents and abilities that they have they think that's minimal if they don't see the immediate effect that was always a challenge for me even you know like when you're counseling somebody you want them to change immediately <laughs> i'm giving you the tools go change you know and and if you didn't see that change right then and there you got disheartened. There's always a disappointment because you couldn't see the, the effect of it right away. And I think that blunts a lot of people's efforts within communities as well. They don't see the immediate change. There's always that, that challenge curve, right? You know, it's, I, I, to get to that peak of excitement, I still have to climb the hill, right? I still have to get up there. And that, that, that climb is, can be days, it can be weeks, it can be months, you know? My excitement when you came to me and said, hey, you know, from our conversation for 15 minutes, because it was literally 15 minutes around a table in the very noisy auditorium, you know, with everybody else talking, like, I took notes. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? I, I, don't, I don't really remember what I said. <laughs> you know, but there was, there was something that stuck there, which is, which is huge, you know, like, thank you. I mean, I, I appreciate that. And it was an honor, you know, honor to be there with you. But that one hour becomes multiplicative, right? That one hour changes someone's life. And I, I think one of the most impressive things now is that if I have an hour, if I have 15 minutes or 30 minutes or 45 minutes, I can actually impact change. I may not see it right away. I mean, look at us. Six months later, we're having a conversation about the things that have changed. Like, how exciting is that? That's incredible. And we're going to have more conversations, which is even more. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> but being able to kind of reinforce that with folks, I think, you know, one of the things, and I'd love to hear how you 
want to kind of highlight those stories through NetMinds as well. I mean, how do you show people that their hour has meaning? You know, starting at the base level, if it's just an hour, how are you able to reflect back, whether it be through universities, through mentorships, through any other customers or partners that you have? How are you showing them their worth? And that's a loaded question. But how are you, yeah. how are you planning I'm on doing it? Like, oh my God, how do I respond to this? I think <laughs> gratitude, it's one thing. And it's like, you know, like right after a conversation, your mind gets like blocked. I mean, not blocked, but like you go like, <laughs> and then you have to go and think, and then you're taking I'm a shower, and then you process it. You know, like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, Grace, I had an idea. You remember that conversation we had yesterday? Or we, you start kind of like taking bits and pieces from this conversation, that conversation, that conversation. So I think it's a very hard question to answer because it's hard to manage that impact. But I think the fact that you have given people an interesting conversation, they found that they worth, you know? Because at the end of the day, it's like, if you're having something to talk about and then you have questions and you get answers, then there's definitely something that is happening there. Because if you have a question, you're looking for an answer. And if you get the answer, then you have something to reflect on and do something about. Exactly. Yeah. And I was thinking, as you were, making the question i was thinking about yesterday that we were with a customer so we have a, a, a university that is a customer of us we were working with the 21 companies that they have in an incubator right and something started to happen because what we did we did an exercise that we were doing a workshop and jobs to be done but we also wanted to start engaging the cohorts like the companies with each other so what we did is that we divided the groups in groups and I started to tell them, okay, you have to give feedback to each other. So it was interesting to see that people who already had a background in marketing also started to give advice to others in those groups. So actually that's when we, they started to see, oh wow, I can provide this advice and this person is listening to me. Yes. And the other one is like, can we talk later? Like this is amazing <laughs> what you were doing, but they had no idea before this meeting, they were they had been working for like, two weeks and they had no idea, they were just next to each other and yes. they were not working. So what we saw there is that there is a way to make that support scalable. And is that you just need, and actually that's what kind of what we start doing, right? Is that we analyze the information of people in a network and we start suggesting those connections, right? Because that was the problem is that you're not actively looking for, okay, who else in, the, in my network can help me? You just put away what you need. And what we do is that, so, it's like we need to show them <laughs> in a way, like in a systematic way, what is that that ha can happen. And after it starts happening one, two or three times, it's just start to grow organically. Well, we're coming up on time here and I, you know, I've loved this. I think we're, we're gonna put the mentor-mentee thing, I think in, a, in the next episode. Okay. <laughs> that works for you. I mean, they're all conversations. I think mentor-mentee is a very, very specific, you know, when we look at some of those dynamics, they change from a, a more broader scale community down to a more you know, macro community, if you will, or micro community, something like that. We can use fancy words for it. <laughs> what? <laughs> or I'll use the fancy words. I have no idea. I'll come up with something. Um, when we look at uh, NetMinds, where, where you guys are going, like you said, you, you, you met with 21 cohorts inside of a university, you know, in the university system. 
what, what's your excitement for the future? What do you see coming down the road for you guys in the next months or, or year? What, what's getting you up every morning outside of me? What's getting you up? <laughs> Actually, yes. it's mid-morning. You were up long, long ago. What, what's, what's getting you up every single morning? What's your passion? And where do you see, where do you see yourself going with it? Yeah, and that's a beautiful question because actually we have started seeing that there are different types of communities. And there's one type of community that is built for people to help each other in the community because they need it. And they are in the community because they need people. So it's how we can tap in in those communities and help people find each other and help people feel comfortable asking for help and for people feeling confident giving help you know like it doesn't have to be fancy you know it can be like a question or an answer that it could be in a simple level there's sometimes people just want to talk to somebody they have a question so it's how we empower those communities so in corporations a lot of people that could be answering questions to each other universities building companies how they can answer questions to each other, co-working spaces, accelerators, you know, all of these communities that have been built for people to rely on each other and have different skill sets and mindsets to complement each other. That, those are the communities that we're looking for and that we want to empower them to feel comfortable asking help and giving help <laughs> and find each other, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, we, we, we have been using a word lately that is support hacking. So uh, yeah. you usually <laughs> mentioned growth hacking, like you use all these tools to, to grow your marketing and everything. So we have been talking about support hacking. So, and I think there is something interesting there. We were going through, through uh, an experience that I have had, right? For example, I have had projects with 100 people of that scale and have project with five people yeah. but what i see is that with the, when i have the team of five people i can provide the support that i, that I as a leader to them but when i had the project of 100 people i was receiving at least one email from each one of them asking for something and what i did was just trying to connect them with someone else in the, in the, in the organization that could help so actually what we are seeing there is okay we're seeing a potential in every community that is is just the support is not enough because you're relying on a few people to do it, but you're not taking advantage of all the human capital you have inside it, right? We are seeing that limitation. So actually what, like, what, what drives us is we want to find all those communities. So as Laura was saying, these accelerators, corporation with this big uh, uh, um, research institutes, research you know, like institute. everything that yeah. is building exactly. things. <laughs> but then how can we also connect them together? Right? Because what we see is that, okay, you, maybe you cannot find the support in that community, maybe you can find it in your communities. So for example, as we were starting, we are starting in a specific region in, the, in England, right? And we start connecting the universities to each other, to help each other. So it's like, how do you help to, to fulfill all the human capital that you have inside that community, but also how can you connect with your uh, communities? In that way, that's how we call it super hacking, super <laughs> hacking, right? You start hacking that support, so each member of your community can get the help one-to-one -one from everyone in that, in that uh, area. That's awesome. I love the way that you're approaching it. So human capital, support hacking, and communities. I don't know. I might have a title of this thing right there. <laughs> no. 
this is incredible guys i i I really appreciate you taking the time i have learned i i I love learning through this process so i have learned a lot from you guys in in the past six months now um and i hope to learn more from you and we're going to talk about mentors and mentees we will we will talk again i promise um but thank you for your time this morning. Thank you for your passion, your excitement for what you're doing and how you're enabling people to connect with each other. I think in a world that forces disconnection right now, especially socially, you know, and everything that we do, that need that that need for us to we are social creatures, <laughs> regardless of introversion, extroversion, you name it. We are social creatures. We need that. We need that connection. We need the, that support hacking, if you will, you know, to bring <laughs> bring us all together. I like that. I, these things stick in my mind. You know, and or talk to me. The other, you know, last week about pale, male, and stale. And I couldn't get that out of my head. You know, like these, these words are sticking there. And it's great. We'll make a meme or something. But thank you. <laughs> what you're doing with NetMinds is incredible. Uh, I really appreciate all the work and effort that you put in there. You're doing a great thing for people. You know, never forget your startup. You're making money along the way. You're doing things that are growing your business. But you're also bringing other people up same time and that's incredible and that's a beautiful thing to see happen in this world so thank you very much any last no, words anything <laughs> words are amazing i'm like oh my god it's amazing what you guys do is incredible and that and that's really what this is about it's incredible people incredible conversations and incredible people so i am i'm honored i look forward to our next conversation for joining us today at Elemental Collision. We hope that conversation was as exciting for you as it was for us. If you'd like to know more, please go to netminds.uk or elementalcollision.com to hear more.